We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Groove slam, work it back. Filter that, baby, bump that track. Groove slam, work it back. Filter that, baby, bump that track. Groove slam, work it back. Space Cowboy, just play that track. Gaga in the room, so starstruck, cherry, 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 boom, boom, rolling up to the club on the weekend, styling out to the beat that you're freaking, fantasize on the track that you're tweaking, blow my heart up. Wow. That, that was, was a... by Dolly Parton. That's a Dolly Parton song. It is? <laughs> Wait, what's no. it called? <laughs> it's called Starstruck. It's by Lady Gaga. But I just oh. wanted to pretend like it God, was by Dolly Parton. God damn that's it. The... I got so excited for a minute. Can you imagine her being like, groove, slam, work it back? No, that's why I was like, <laughs> I got to find this song. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, she's written like 3,000 songs. So oh my God. It's, it's impossible for me to know them all. I mean, she's probably written more than that. But but how can you keep track? Well, I'll tell you, you later gotta on the podcast. You got to bump that track. I'll tell you how I, later how I can keep track. Oh, oh, oh. I have a way. Um, okay, I'm so confused. Okay, cool. Hi. Hey, hi. Uh, so this is um, our season three premiere and finale. No, it's our season four premiere. We already did the season three premiere and finale. Oh, this is the season four f- this premiere. Is the, oh, wait. This is <laughs> episode one of season four. I said premiere. <laughs> That's why there was a delay, you guys. It's not because the world is burning down around us and we are barely holding our lives together with a frayed <laughs> thread. It's just because it was season four. We had some meetings. We had to meet with some clients, some perspective. Yeah, it, we had that no. mid-season break. Exactly. Exactly. We had some but, changes in uh, sponsorship. We've got right. some new exciting sponsors lined up. I actually do have something on that front. We have not, we haven't planned this episode at all. So you have no idea the things I'm going to talk about. But it's so weird that we haven't planned. I know that is weird. Welcome to Hot Drinks season four. This is a podcast. It's season four. And in season four, it's new and improved in that you listen to it. See that we've had four seasons. I mean, it's insane to me. We just make this shit up. We could have five seasons tomorrow if we wanted. Well, I feel like we did that joke once. So we, this season has to actually be like longer. But um, but yeah, f- three exciting seasons. We're about to start a fourth one. You know what was my favorite season? Season three. I think that's where we did some of our best work. <laughs> I mean, we really, we were daring. We were. We were no daring far. greatly. <laughs> And uh, and now in season four, we want to give thanks, but we'll get to that in a minute. Yes. So my name is uh, Jeff Coffey. I'm your one of your hosts. Yeah, I'm Latter-day um, Twaint. Right. I'm the other host. What would you like to say to describe yourself for someone who just just joined? Okay. Okay. I'm a human being. Um, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> if you saw me, you'd probably think, hmm. She belongs in Ireland or Scotland or England or Boston or <laughs> the Boston? Irish, the oh, Irish neighborhood Irish. in New York. Okay. Uh, or she's just, yeah. Um, and you'd think, wow, she's tall for a lady. And then um, you'd probably want to fuck me. So Okay. Well, my name is Brother Jack Coffee, And if you saw me, you would think, yeah. you would think he's got a beard. And then you would mm. think he's tall for a lady, and then, <laughs> and maybe you'd want to fuck me. I don't know. And maybe, yeah, I, I think, I think a lot of people want to fuck you. I mean, maybe. Let's not let's not start. The, our not our start. virgin our virgin listeners, they don't need us to lead with your self hatred. So no, and also they don't need to lead with us telling them who to fuck because they're virgins. So that <gasps> would be inappropriate. 
Well, remember that time you and I were at a restaurant in Provo, Utah, or Orem, uh-huh. same thing, and and uh, we were with CJ and her husband and oh a couple my of dental listeners. I do remember this time, yeah. And the and the server, he looked like he was maybe in his mid twenties. Right. We couldn't tell if he was gay or straight. He was. He and, had just. Either way, he had just come home from his mission to Brazil. I, you know what I, I mean. Sh- and, and he the, didn't tell uh, us that, but we could and, sense it. Right. <laughs> he went to Portaleza, Brazil. <laughs> and I straight up told the table, when he comes back, I'm going to ask him if he is a virgin. And they were like, you are not. And also you as well were like, you are not. And he came back and I said, so, hey, are you a virgin? And he smiled this big, proud, Mormon elite smile and said, I sure am. Oh, God. And. Yeah, and then he talked about how he was Mormon again with that. You betcha, I am. Yeah. And then we, at the end of the night, at the on the back of our ticket, I wrote, "If you're straight, call my number." And I put my number on it. And I said, "But if you think you're gay or, or have same sex attraction, <laughs> then we put your number on there." That was good of us that we did that. <laughs> Anyway, we got off track. I hope he bore his testimony about Filter that. Filter that, baby bump that track. First of all, I want to clarify two things. There's no way that when you said that, I said, you are not going to do that. Because of course I thought, <laughs> oh, for of course she's going to fucking do that. But I probably <laughs> said something like, please, for the love of God, don't do that. Oh, yeah, that's what you said. Yeah. Because yeah. I would, I, uh, it, there's no way, there's no, like, there's nothing you could say to me that I would be like, what? You're going to do What? Please, I, I would I will always believe it. What? Filter that. And number two, I oh, hope that young man bore his testimony about us, about how he was tempted by the oh, by, yeah. by Satan's army and yeah. the wiles of Satan's army, and he resisted. So that's what I hope. And he probably didn't do it in like the sacrament testimony meeting. He probably did it in like that 15 minutes they give everybody at the end of Elders Quorum. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, because he's with the bros. Anyway, right. it's what, more casual. Do we, have any, do we have any women's work? I do. Before we work, what's so, women's work, brother? Coffee. Well, women's work is what we call our housekeeping. It's when we're just straightening up and cleaning the house because that's what we, ladies should do. We're going through all the business of the housekeeping, right? Which only women should do, right? Um. If we were really talking about housekeeping, it's tongue tongue in cheek. (laughs) Tongue in cheek. It's all tongue in cheek. Um, Yeah. Okay. So here's some real women's work. So you guys probably will notice we don't have a sponsor anymore. We used to get sponsored by Anchor. And we were apparently sponsored by them for a year. And then after the year, it ended. And then they have not responded. So we don't have a sponsor. Which is fine. We didn't make a lot of money from the sponsorship anyway. And we don't do this to make money. Like, that is not our main goal. However, it is nice when we make a little money. Because part of the reason that we haven't recorded is that you are currently working how many jobs? Well, I have three clock-in, clock-out jobs. Yeah. We're not counting my OnlyFans. We're not counting podcasts. Right. So you have three jobs that you punch a clock for. Which, yeah. and, and I have also three jobs that I punch a clock for. Well, I don't really punch a clock for two of them, but I, they're like freelance but, jobs. But, but right. So anyway, yeah, get, so that was part of the dilemma of this recording is trying to find a night when we were both available and you weren't working and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, we don't have a sponsor. We do have what's called a Patreon, which is where you can pay a small nominal monthly fee and get special, um, bonus episodes from us and all of it is explained Mm -hmm. on patreon.com slash hot drinks and i've added a new feature that you don't even know about that i myself sister twain doesn't know yeah you don't know about it i don't know about it so is it your feature what feature is it is your penis god no now you can buy an annual subscription you can take that little monthly (gasps) fee and you can pay for the whole year up front and get this you save 15 percent when you pay for an, oh. for an annual membership. Oh my God. And then you're set for the whole year. So you can go to the website. If you're on a tier already, there'll be an option that says like switch to an annual membership and then it'll mm-hmm. charge you the annual fee. And then you will be, you'll be covered good for the whole year. 
So are really, we doing that so that we can get Christmas gifts for our, our children? Basically, or? basically. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Fair, 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 fair. You're on the five dollar a month plan. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Jack. Coffee. Coffee. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? You are completely muffled. God. Can you hear me now? Yeah. What did you do? I put my finger in the wrong spot on my phone. <laughs> That's what she said. I thought you were no. saying coffee because I was talking about a five dollar fee, and you were saying like that's the price of coffee. <laughs> like Suzanne, not Suzanne. Summers. Yeah, uh, Suzanne Summers. Whatever. Anyway, so what I just said, <laughs> which people didn't hear because I was muffled, and you were yelling coffee. <laughs> Let's say you're on the five dollar a month plan. Let's say that's sixty dollars for the year. If mm-hmm. you pay up front, you're going to get fifteen percent off, which is about ten bucks, nine bucks. So for cool. fifty-one bucks, you're covered for the whole year. You don't have to worry about it. So anyway, that's that's fantastic. So that's an option. And if you are a supporter, thank you, and we love you. And if you are not a supporter, oh. we still love you. And if you want to pay for a year ahead, go for it. If you don't, that's okay too. But um, yeah, it's just an option. If you want to save a little money, Sounds you, can like... just, you know, put that on your tax write-offs for 2020. It almost sounds like if you want to pay for head. I mean, I'm also open to that. So yeah, as am I. Just slide into my DMs. And I would, <laughs> and I would say we're both very good at it. Thank you. I mean, I don't. I mean, no, but I don't speak from personal experience with you, obviously. Right. right. <laughs> but we know we know how to tell that you know when you're walking down the street and you make eye contact with someone and you go, that person knows how to give good head. That's how we know. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? We're those. We're that person. Yeah. Both of us for each other. <laughs> Gross. Yes. No, not for each other. Not. No, I just meant in our in our anyway. Okay. Anyway, um, that's some great women's work. So, let's tell everyone what today's episode's about, and let's talk briefly about why this is the topic we've chosen today. Maybe I have some women's work though. Oh, okay. Maybe you do. I'm sorry that I, I elevated my voice above yours because I'm a sister I- and. And I didn't hold space for your voice, and I apologize. Um, I I don't I don't have any women's work. I was just <laughs> okay. Then <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> All right. So okay. Today's so... today's top five <clears throat> is wait. What is it? <laughs> I wrote it down, and it was really good. Let's let's back up a little bit. Let's back up. All right. Tommy the Choo Choo Train. Is that what it is? Tommy the Train? Tommy the Engine? Thomas the Tank Engine? Is that what you're talking Thank- about? It's, not, it's a train. Anyway. It's Thomas the Tank Engine. The train got too far down the tracks. Okay. So, today, November 20th. Right. On National, maybe Worldwide transgender day of remembrance and by remembrance we're talking about those who have taken their life or those whose lives were taken right murdered right um who are transgender right there there have been 37 in the u.s so far this year and there have been over 350 worldwide 350 that we know of worldwide People that were and murdered that, for being transgender. And every year. Since um, 1999. The, demog- the demographic that sees the most lives lost in the transgender community are women of color. Right. And today. The fucking. Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the Mormon Church, right, decided to start a seven-day hashtag Give Thanks challenge, a social and media you know, campaign, if you will. You know how much, I, and thank you for using the word cast, 
campaign because I hate it when people do this. I'm going to do the challenge. It's not challenging. No, you're pleased. No. You're you're pleased just punch to sit down and and and, and post, post a, and get attention. Post a photo of your hetero wedding and talk about how you want to <laughs> give thanks for your husband <laughs> Gary the dentist. Your piece of shit husband who you were fighting with last night right. because you're mad that he was looking at porn. And who you have bad sex with. You want to give thanks for him. Yeah, maybe like once every three weeks. But anyway. So, as I'm sure many of our gentle listeners are gentle, tender, sensitive, fragile listeners have had to see these posts on their social media yeah. all day, Brother Coffee. Yeah, yeah. What have you seen some of them giving thanks for besides their spouses and children? I mean, that's, someone gave thanks for the Book of Mormon, but it's mostly spouses and children. But right. here's, here's the two things that I want to say about this, this campaign, this PR campaign for the church. Well, number one, Ready, go. do you think <clears throat> that it was intentional that the church launched this on Transgender Day, Transgender Day of Remembrance, or do you think it was willful ignorance? Both of both of these options are incredibly offensive to me. So which do you think it was? Are you asking me? Yeah. Like, do you think they knew it was Transgender I... Day of Remembrance and they did this as like counter-programming? Or do you think they're just, their heads are so far up their own asses that no one said like, oh, this would actually be a really bad day to launch this campaign because there's this other campaign going on that day to remember trans people who died. Like either one of those things offend me, but which do you think it was? I personally think it was absolutely intentional because look, you don't have your head too far up your ass when you are virtually a new religion and worth a hundred billion plus. Yeah. So see, I think it was ignorance. I think they're so living in a bubble. They like, they don't think about or care about trans people, not for five minutes of any day, you know, they of course couldn't give a flying fuck. So like, would it even occur to them to check and see before they launched this big campaign, which of course, you know, obviously like, went through the PR department of the church and went through the marketing department of the church. And, you know, like there were hundreds of people whose hands were in the decision to like launch this campaign. And I just think not a single one of those people thought or cares enough about trans people to say, Oh wait, hold up. This is in really bad taste to launch this on this day. Like let's wait till tomorrow. Right. You know, interestingly, interestingly enough, well, I didn't, I didn't ask if you wanted to share this, but I met, I was thinking about this earlier today. I was like, I was wondering if I was thinking, I wonder if brother coffee will want to share the thing about that happened with a family member of yours in Provo. Oh, about my mom. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I can share that story. I don't know what it has to do with, Oh, it does have to do with transgenderism. <laughs> Okay, well, let me, let me, um, sorry, I was like, what are you talking about? It took me a minute. Um, okay, let me, yeah, I'll go share that story. And then I have one other thing to say second. about Transgender yes. Day of Remembrance. So really quick, Mary Jo Coco. So Mary Jo Coco. Um, so there is a family in my mom's ward who has a transgender child. I really don't know a lot of details about this. So I hope I'm not saying anything incorrectly. I removed myself from the family group thread where this was discussed and so I heard about yeah. it kind of secondhand. Um, I removed myself weeks ago for, for totally different reasons. Anyway, there is a family in my mom's ward who has a transgender child. In fact, the mom of that family commented on my post um, and they had put they had put a trans flag up in their yard like or in their window or something and then they had stuck a whole bunch of like little pride flags in the lawn you know like the little plastic ones like had stuck a bunch of those in the lawn <clears throat> they yeah. got an anonymous letter from someone in the ward begging them to reconsider and and using all that bullshit rhetoric that like please think of the children remember the covenants you made in the temple you know where you know that that temple question that says like do you support any organization that is contrary to the teachings of the church like basically saying to them if you're putting up this trans flag, you're saying that you support an organization that is contrary to the teachings of the church. The organization right. being trans people? I don't know what the organization is, <laughs> but like 
it's their own child. Like, it's like, I'm sorry, I'm supporting my own child. Anyway, so they got this anonymous letter. Real shitty. And of course it was anonymous, you piece of shit. Like, if if you Mm want to be a bigot, just be a bigot. Be loud and proud about being a bigot. Right, right. Um, Anyway, my mom heard about this and she thought it was bullshit. She would never say that, but... Can I can I ask? Was this the same street or just same? I honestly don't know. It's someone in my okay. mom's ward, so I don't know where they. Uh, okay, live fair in enough. So definitely same neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and my mom lives in Provo, where the wards are like three streets wide. You know what I mean? Because right. they're so. I mean, literally. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think her ward is like four or five streets wide total. Like it's very small. Um, yeah. Anyway, so Mary Jo did not like this. Um, and so she, she ordered a big giant pride flag from Amazon or something. And my my mom has a big, huge flagpole in her yard that my dad built before he died. And where Aww. they fly the American flag and it has the lights and blah, blah, blah. And she replaced the American flag with the pride flag, which was kind of, which was kind of- Mary Jo Coco's way of saying, fuck you, stupid neighbor. Except Mary Jo Coco right. would never say fuck you. Yes. Anyway. So, um, this, this wasn't necessarily shocking, but it was, well, here's the thing. And and I've been talking with my siblings about this. Like my mother and I have had, have gone the rounds the last few years. Like we've definitely had our ups and downs and we've had our challenges, but like my sister pointed out to me, she said, mom voted for Biden and has a pride flag flying in her yard. Like we got to give her some credit. Like, this is not the woman, this is not who she was 10 years ago. You know, like, she is definitely growing and evolving in her own way. And it's really quite lovely and refreshing to see. It's so fascinating to me, especially because she's, is she in her 70s? Uh She's in her 70s. She's a Provo Mormon, lifetime Mormon. Oh, yeah. Who, after you came out, would violate boundaries of mom please let's not talk about the church right yeah and she'd still say things like the church needs you don't you still believe do you still pray do you still believe in jesus but when it comes down to it she's got two gay sons yeah and probably a couple of gay grandkids if you know what (laughs) i mean we're all waiting you (laughs) yeah and we already know who they are p.s but and I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm just so really like, I, I want to ask you before I say I'm happy for uh-huh. you. Do you feel supported oh, totally. in a, in like a whole new way? No, I mean, it's, I don't feel supported in a new way because I've all like through all of this, I know my mom loves me and, and has always loved me and has always supported me. I just think she has not always had the tools to know how to deal with the life that she has been given. You know what I mean? Like this was not Mm -hmm. the life she expected when she, you know, that, that she would have two gay kids and that half of her kids would leave the church and that her husband would die at a relatively young age. You know what I mean? Like, right. In his sleep. Yeah. This was not what she was planning for. So I've never doubted that she loves and supported me. I've definitely like gotten frustrated with her and probably been kind of impatient with her because I've wanted her to see things in a different way quicker. But I think, but, but yeah, but like, I definitely like there is like, she's figuring out a way to stand up in her own way and in her own time. You know what I mean? And does that mean that she and I will never have a fight again about, some random thing or she'll never cross the boundary again no No, of course not but i think like she's she's evolving and growing and changing and figuring things out and i and i think it's great i think it's lovely it makes me really really happy um i i gotta ask so there's this picture that you've posted that your sister posted of her holding the flag Uh before um she put it on the pole there's a name for that but i can't put it put it roll rolled it up the pole ran it up the flagpole thank you rest yes i'm gonna i'm gonna name this episode put it 
put it on the pole is going to be the name of this episode. <laughs> um, and, and she's holding this giant rainbow pride flag with this sweet, sweet smile on her face. Yeah. Unapologetic smile. And who took that? I just. I honestly have know? no idea. I'm guessing probably my sister just because. My sister is sort of in a quarantine pod with my mom. Like, they they still see each other, you know? Like, we decide as a family that they should be in a pod together. Um, so probably my sister, but I honestly don't know. But yeah, it is kind of a great photo, because she's, like, pretty pleased with herself and pretty excited. Which yeah. kind of makes me laugh, yeah. because Mary Jo Coco is the sweetest, nicest lady on Earth. And, and is, like, Mormon to the core. But this is her way of being like, fuck you, bigots. Fuck you. Like, yeah. this is Mary Jo Coco's way of saying fuck you. Even though she would sooner right. die than say fuck you. And if she knew that I said fuck you, she would be so hurt and offended. But, like, oh, this yeah. was her way of, like, of being like, don't come onto my neighborhood and tell people to remember their temple covenants, you piece of shit. And then she, yeah. and then the flag. Yeah. Amazing. Anyway. Okay, thanks for sharing that story. I thought that story was incredibly important to share, especially for the listeners who have heard, you know, the struggles that you've had with right. her. But um, I what, do think so what was the number two? I do. Thing? Let me just say to wrap up the Mary Jo Coco story, I do think it's a yeah. good reminder for all of us who are like having these struggles with people in our lives, like to just remember that, like it's 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 not all black and white, you know, like it's all, it's, there's a lot of gray in there, you know, that, yeah, that like fair. Mary Jo Coco and I have had struggles. We'll continue to have struggles. We'll disagree on yeah. things. We'll butt heads, but, but also like she's changing and evolving as a person as am I, you know, and like, we're all yeah. finding new tools and, and learning new things. And, and I think it's anyway, it's very interesting to see. It's it's interesting and it's fascinating. And that picture with the smile that she had on her face holding the flag has been in my head for a couple of days. And I, I haven't known how to process it. It's the it. fuck you. That's what that smile is saying. In a loving, <laughs> know, kind, which is exactly, Mary Jo Coco way. <laughs> which is exactly why I haven't known okay, how to process so the, it. Anyway, the second so thing had... I have to say about, about the Mormon Church and Transgender Day of Remembrance, and then we really need to get started on the episode because we've been talking for 30 minutes in the intro. But um, And they love they it. Love it. Um, <laughs> it's so interesting to me that, if, that, the, that Rusty Nelson, the president of the church, who has a oh, global God. platform, would choose that platform <clears throat> right now to say give yeah. thanks now listen i get it i mm -hmm. know i believe in the power of positive thinking i believe in the power of Absolutely. gratitude i believe in the power of reflecting on the the good things in your life but this is a really yes. shit year for a lot of people and a really shitty time for a lot of people and i can certainly understand that uh -huh. inclination to say hey, you still have good things going for you, whatever, fine. But it to me, it feels incredibly insensitive to be like, hey, give thanks. Because some people have lost multiple people in their family to COVID because of, right. because of an inept right. administration that refuses to take action to keep its citizens safe. Some people have lost their job and don't know how they're going to pay for Christmas for their children. And and I get right. it. Like, even in the face of hardship, you can still recognize, like, the things that you have in your life that are positive. But to me, that, like, this sort of, like, command coming from on high to give thanks in a very dark and ugly season for a lot of people feels pretty tone deaf and pretty shitty. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe the message um... should have been wear a mask Lehigh fucking Utah so that we can stop having 5,000 new cases a day. You know, like that could have been I the message. Mean... The message could have been like, Hey, everyone in Utah County, put a fucking mask on. That could have been the message. God. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I had a thought okay, and great. it's gone because, because I have had a lot of wine. I'm I long story short, this is the first time I've been this tipsy in a month. Um, 
that's, that's it. That's it the end was of my a story. Short story. You told us it was. It, you told <laughs> us it was a short version of a long story. So anyway, <laughs> enough about Rusty Nelson. Anyway, Jesus. So today's Christ. topic. Yes. Enough about is that. The top, so the topic is the top for tonight. Five things that I am hashtag that I hashtag give thanks for. Right? Is that how we said it? The top five things I hashtag give yeah, thanks for. Yeah, that's. Yeah, you just wait. You, you just wait, wait, Henry Higgins. We have some things we're thankful for. And a By the way, um, while we were recording this opening segment, my son was taking a bath in the bathroom attached to my bedroom. And he just walked out in the last couple minutes and just like gave me the dirtiest look and then walked <laughs> walked out of my room and went about his merry way. Of course. He was like, what the fuck is I love this it. nonsense? And I was like, this is how I'm going to pay I love for it. Christmas. This and some BJs. Yeah. <laughs> this and some BJs on the street corner. This is how you're going to this is how you're going to get that PlayStation 5. Just kidding. He's not getting a PlayStation 5. So, But if any of you have a PlayStation 5 that you're willing to sell to me, slide into my DMs. Anyway. All right. So let's take a break. Anyway. I like the word slide. It feels slippery. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. And then let's come back and let's talk about the five things that we hashtag give thanks for. Let's. Let's come back and give thanks. We're back. Wow. You sent me kind of a passive aggressive GIF in my text messages just now. I I mean, you could categorize it as that, but but it was coming from Justin Timberlake. You know, know, we, we canceled him. Why? What happened? Oh, I don't know. He's like a piece of shit or something. I don't know. Oh my god! I'm the so gays right. hate him. I love him. Oh. Well, sorry. <laughs> the gays have spoken. I don't remember why. We just did it. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Okay. So we're All here right. to talk about the top five things I hashtag give thanks for. Uh huh. So what's your number one thing you hashtag give thanks for? My number one thing that I hashtag. Oh my God. Hashtag give thanks for is an album that I was made aware of a few days ago. That's all about coffee. Okay. About me? And it, no, <laughs> I see what you did there about the beverage by the comedian Chelsea Peretti, who was on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I have oh, not yeah. seen. Oh, yeah. And the album's called Phosphorescent Panic. It, wait, when you say an album, is this a comedy album or is this a song, like a musical album? It's, it's, a, it's music. It's songs. It's like eight or nine songs all about coffee. And okay. <clears throat> there is one called late and it goes part of it goes something like this how are you gonna waltz in here ice coffee in hand big smile on your big dumb face zero mention that you're 15 late Oh, okay. How are you gonna show up late but have a coffee in your hand? So that's late. And then there's one called oat milk. And part of that and you love oat milk. I love oat milk. Part of that song goes like this. Do you have, do you have, do you have oat milk? Wow. The do musicality. Have, do you have oat milk? I need oat milk. I want to drink oat. I want to drink my coffee with oat milk. Do you have it? So I added this song to my <laughs> Apple Music library. <laughs> oh. But now I'm going to go ahead and delete it. Because I sang it? Well, no, because it's. <laughs> 
<laughs> does not sound good. But anyway, you're thankful <laughs> for so it. They're so funny. They're also funny. There's this one about, I don't is know Is it like how that this... Burger King Instagram that you follow that you think is funny that isn't really funny? <laughs> Gurger Bing. Gurger Bing. Uh, no. No. Uh, Nick Kroll contributes to the first song on the album, which is called Expresso with an X. Expresso. Right. right. Which is kind of funny because We're Hot drinks with an A. Oh, right. See? Shout out Nick Kroll. I know. Anyway, um, I highly recommend it. There's a song. I don't know how this one song is about coffee, but it's about um, your like it's about daddy issues. I think the song's called Dad. But <clears throat> all the verses go something like, um, "If I was Coke on a key." Then maybe my dad would have liked me. Daddy! Daddy! If I was a bottle of rum, then maybe dad would have thought I was fun. It's really good. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I feel like, I feel like I, you know, when you're at the movie theater, you know, yeah. of course, pre-COVID, and you'd watch oh. a trailer, and you'd be like, wow, I feel like I've watched the whole movie already. I don't need to see that movie. That's how I, that's currently how I feel about the album Phosphorescent Panic. I'm like, wow, I, I feel like I've already heard it all. Here's the thing. I'm, I'm grateful for this, not just because it's an album all about coffee and daddy right. issues, but also because it's this woman just doing her brand of comedy completely unapologetically. I and, do support that. Yeah, I do love that. Oh, hell yes. Yeah. And the more I listen to the songs, the funnier they get. Because at first, when you listen to something that's not very conventional, you're like, oh, oh, that's that's kind of weird. Oh, I get why that would be funny. And then you listen to it a second time and you're like, Oh my God, that's, that's really actually brilliant. (laughs) I love a joke that, that when you first hear it, you think, I get why that would be funny. Those are my favorite jokes. (laughs) Anyway, that's my number one. It's called Phosphorescent Phosphorescent Panic by Chelsea You have to give thanks for it. Yes. She was on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's a funny, it's a funny album about coffee. I love it. I love it. Hashtag give thanks. So the first thing that I want to hashtag give thanks for. Okay. Is texting with you. <gasps> what? Because. What? I, just, I wish all the gentle listeners could see our text <laughs> conversations. Because there, there are two things that are beyond delightful. That are immeasurable in their delightfulness. The first thing is a thing that you do all the goddamn time, <laughs> which we have posted occasionally on the Instagram, where you text me, you say, I have an idea. And then you don't text me for the next 17 hours. <laughs> or you text me and say, I've got a great idea for an episode. And then you never follow up and fill in what that episode is. You'll be like, and what was that a few hours later? And I'll be like, oh, I have no idea. <laughs> Like, I finally texted you today and said, it's okay to just text the idea without texting, like, a preamble. Preamble. Like a, like a, like a, a, a subject line about, like, or you'll text me and say, I have a question. And then, and then I won't hear from you for four days. Here's the thing. I feel like my life is like a TV show. <laughs> and on the TV is that show, what it is? you prep your audience. You go, okay, look, I ha- look, everybody, look, everybody, I have an idea. And then the family goes, what? Mom has an idea. What's her idea? Kind of like that. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what, why else is our texting? The other thing that I love about our texting is when... Yeah. 
I'm very drunk, and maybe you are too, I don't know, but apparently you haven't been drunk for like a month. No. And we just start texting the most (laughs) vulgar things we can text to each other. And also the most, and then also a lot of gifts that usually involve religious iconography. In a very blasphemous way. In a very blasphemous way. So, for example. Okay. The other night, when was mm. this? I see, mm. and that's the thing. I don't even remember these, and then I look back later, and I'm like, "What? Oh, this <laughs> this was yesterday." <laughs> yesterday, I texted. I texted you, and I said, "I want a straight guy to spit in my mouth and ruin my hole and leave me for dead <laughs> in a Mormon ditch." <laughs> what does that even mean? It's so good. It's so good. And then I said, and what did I say to that? You said a Mormon ditch, exclamation point, exclamation point. And then I said, think of how much a straight guy would love my tight virgin hole. It's like the vagine of an actively consenting 22-year-old virgin. And then you sent a picture of the Virgin Mary. (laughs) And then I said, Mary can't help us now. (laughs) Anyway, it's just delightful. (laughs) It is. We're really, we should do a podcast. Oh my god, because we're very funny together. We play off and each other very well. And we're white. <gasps> oh, and white people love podcasts. Yeah, oh god, and I have a, a coach. Idea. I have a coach purse. <laughs> this is a great idea. Let's meet at a coffee shop and plan a podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so I hashtag give thanks for texting with you because That's so sweet. because it's <laughs> because mostly. It's either me very drunk texting really profane things to you or you texting me and saying, I figured it all out. And then never, <laughs> and then not texting me for 17 days. <laughs> what is your number two? So before I go on to number two, I'd like to give a preamble. <laughs> oh my God. And then this episode will just end. And then in six months, we'll publish season six. And people will be like, what happened to season five? And we'll be like, nobody knows. We're just like, Um, But I should have prefaced this before, number one, that like, there are obvious things that we would hashtag give thanks for, like dicks. Right. Sure. Yeah. Alcohol. Yeah. Love love that. Love that for Um, you. um, being, Being on our couch. Uh, and Edith Piaf. Edith Piaf. Right. Our cats. These are all obvious things. Notice how I didn't say child, our children in the no, obvious. No, 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 no. no. Uh, <laughs> but um, Edith Piaf, yes. <laughs> um, but even though this isn't on my list, God, I love dicks. I love penises so much. Right. Same, right? You guys, they're so great. They get bigger. And and they they do when they get excited. And you know what? We should do, we should all of us collectively, me, you, and everyone within the sounds of our voices should go onto social media and say, I love dicks and put the hashtag give thanks. (laughs) You guys, I will say I have posted like... (laughs) Wait, who's laughing? Do you hear in the background? that? That's Diana. That's Diana. <laughs> I have I have posted like four posts today about Transgender Day of Remembrance, and I have put the Give Thanks hashtag in all of them. So that's God actually bless. what we should do. Everyone should post about Transgender Day of Remembrance and put Give Thanks somewhere somewhere. Give in Thanks. It. Yes. Anyway, Absolutely. what are we talking about? What's your number two? I'm so confused. my number two. That was just a preamble. So. My number two is that I hashtag give thanks that I figured out how to download a very specific tone for my text notifications. Yes, you did text me about this the other day. So, and you left me on read. And so I figured it out. It took three hours. Oh my God. And a PC. And so if you would right now, Brother Coffee, send me a text. Oh, my God. Okay. Hold on. 
Because we're going to hear it live on air? Yes. I sent you a text. Did we hear it? Did you hear that? No. <laughs> this is great oh, radio. I wonder, I wonder if the dental listeners did. <laughs> what was the sound? It was... <clears throat> was you coughing? That was the sound? No, I'm pulling it up. <laughs> I thought it would be funny if every time you got a text, it was actually just the sound of you clearing your throat. Okay, ready? I'm so ready. I didn't hear anything. Are you still there? Yeah. I don't, I'm not hearing anything. Oh, no! Okay. So... In case the so your number listen- two is dicks. You love dicks. <laughs> um, so in case the gentle listeners couldn't hear that, let's just move on. And we'll Wait, really, the- yeah. You, why don't you post it on on our Instagram later or something? Well, I mean, I could do that. Um, I I don't know how to post a sound. Well, you could like record your phone receiving a text message. Well, I just did that. Didn't we just do that? I know, but I'm saying like with a different device in the same room as you, like one of your children's phones, record your phone receiving a text. Anyway, your your number two has been great. My number two. <laughs> yes. I want to hashtag give thanks. Yeah. For the real housewife of Salt Lake City who married her grandpa. Her name oh is God. Mary. I heard about this. Are you watching the real housewives of Salt Lake City? Oh, hell no. Oh, my God. It is the greatest gift that has been given to the world since Jesus Christ, the son of God. <laughs> you mean since since Joseph Smith? Oh, no. Fuck him. He's a pedophile. I, um, I so... The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City just premiered. There have been three episodes so far. It is a magnificent, magnificent, beautiful journey with (laughs) some fantastic ladies who none of whom live in Salt Lake. They all live in Park City or Daybreak. Oh, puke. But one of the ladies, her name is Mary, married her step-grandpa because her her step-grandma was about to die. And said to her husband, I want Mm -hmm. you to marry one of my girls, meaning her granddaughters. And so he married one of his step-granddaughters. And I give thanks for that. I hashtag give thanks for that, Russell M. Nelson. Russell M. Nelson, I hashtag I'm thankful for this lady. She has a bajillion dollars, like so much money that it's insane. Mm -hmm. And all she had to do was marry her grandpa does not seem that hard anyway (laughs) the whole show is a treasure that keeps on giving there's an argument about someone smelling too much like a hospital when her aunt's legs were both chopped off oh there's i mean there's anyway it's a gift my favorite housewife is heather so please write in and tell me who your favorite housewife is my god but it's a gift Here's I, I'm sure it is. Here's why I can't watch it. Because because it's called the Real Housewives of Salt Lake, and I don't feel like it, like any of them really represent Salt Lake. Well, that's the genius of it, is the whole time they talk about being Mormon and being LDS, and not a single one of them is remotely Mormon or LDS. And it's so delightful. Wait, that was, was that your text. text tone? No, no, no. This is my text tone. Ready? I mean, the waiting was worth it. Thank you. 
Just like sex before marriage. <laughs> or, I mean, All right, let's sex, let's sex waiting for marriage. Let's take a break. All right. You should have a glass of water. Oh my god. And then let's come back for numbers three, four, and five. Come back so you can say more hateful things to me, like drink water. So hateful. Yeah. Okay. Hashtag, hashtag hateful. Hey, are you there? Hey, hey, I'm here. Can you hear me? Can you... Can you hear me? I I can hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> Let's do this. I want to go to bed. Okay, number five. You guys. You guys. <laughs> All right. What's your number five? <clears throat> Hang on. I got to get my list. Hold on. You know what's really <laughs> funny? Um, the other day I was talking to my daughter, my 11-year-old, and, and she oh. goes, and she said, listen, listen. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, that's me. You learned that oh. from me. Anyway, all right. The number five thing you're hashtag grateful for. That my son gets regularly laid. Oh, my God. Okay. God bless. God bless baby Jesus in swaddling clothes. Yes. <clears throat> anyway, my, my text tone was turned on and I just got a text, so I don't know if everyone heard what I we said. Didn't. We still didn't hear but your text tone. God bless sweet baby Jesus in swaddling clothes. <clears throat> so I have a son who <clears throat> has you, a lot. Do you need some water? <clears throat> do you need some hot tea? I don't know what I need. I need a I need a dick in the back of my throat. I feel like that would agitate it more. Anyway. You are so negative. So my son has a lot of <clears throat> mental health issues. Yeah. And emotional issues. And for the most part, he stays really positive. And yeah. we have a great relationship. And he's constantly making me laugh, like purposefully, proactively being funny. And I think it's because he masks a lot of disappointment that he has in himself. And I won't go into detail because I I don't have his consent to talk about his life. But even though I did push him out of my body, but nevertheless... He is in a really, uh, for two 17-year-olds, good, healthy relationship. And they have sex a lot, a lot, a lot. And I am just glad for that in his life because his mental health situation is such that he doesn't have a whole lot of control over much. And again, this would make sense if I was going into detail. I, I love that you're like, I don't want to go into too much detail about his <laughs> mental health. However, he's in a relationship where he has a lot of sex. I'm sure that he's thrilled that while you are not discussing his mental health on your podcast, you are discussing his sex life with his girlfriend on your podcast. Two things. So the thank you for thing. thank you for having boundaries. Two things. The first thing is, I think that if people had sex regularly with people that they loved, or just even if it was, and it didn't have to be romantic love, but just people they loved, trusted, and it was quality, right? I think there would be a lot less, like harmful drug use and i don't mean drug use in the way that like weed and like mushrooms are considered drugs but i mean like the shit like crystal meth and heroin and cocaine and shit right number two um if you believe if you if you subscribe to law of attraction stuff 
and you, and I know you know this brother coffee, but like when you are in a state of sexual arousal, especially if it's orgasmic, if it's a state of orgasm, you are more likely to manifest the things that you want that don't even have to do with sex because you are, because that is the closest you are to source is when you are in that heightened place of pleasure. Right. Right. And in the last 10 years, when I have been raising this child and noticing where his, uh, I didn't even want to say weaknesses because that means I subscribe to what society and public, the public school system is prescribing for my son, but his, his, and just not being the right puzzle piece for the puzzle of, of the public school system and right. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And what society expects. <clears throat> it has been a real like struggle in a mom sense of like, how, how do I just help my son be happy? Right. But when your son is in elementary school and middle school, it's like, if he's not going to school, if he's not making better than F's, like, oh my God, what does that say about me? Will I get in trouble? Anyway, th- there's so much more to the story, like working full time, single mom, and having three children who don't fit the mold of the public school system right yeah i'm just glad that he is just getting sex i mean shout out to little twaint your daughter who is listening to this episode right now and listening to you talk about her younger brother's sex life (laughs) so one time she was over oh probably Six months ago, six months ago, when we crushed the pandemic and oh. we just stopped it in its tracks. We flattened remember? that fucking curve. <laughs> and she came over. I don't remember why, but she's over a lot. And she was in the kitchen and my son and his girlfriend walked past her and said, hi. And they went into the bathroom. Together? And then we and then we heard the shower start. Oh, God. And and little Twain and I were like, uh, what? We're right here. <laughs> and it was like, we just spent like the next half hour outside. <laughs> Once again, shout out to you for respecting your son's privacy and not talking about his mental health issues. <laughs> But talking about the time he showered with his girlfriend and you but were... But he is, he is getting action, baby. All right. So my... Oh, hi. Well, hi. A thing happened. I hope you've learned your lesson. <laughs> Which is what? I talk know. about myself. I don't know. <laughs> Somehow, Sister Twain like ended that recording and it cut us off. Anyway, we don't know what happened. It's fine. Don't don't. It's just. It's fine. So it's fine. You're number the five. Number five thing hashtag. that I want to hashtag give thanks for. <clears throat> yeah. Is this little story that happened in my life this week? What? So, I was leaving my house one day. I was heading. I live in a townhouse, so I was walking downstairs to go to my garage to get my car to drive away. And as I walked, literally as I walked into the first floor, there was a police officer knocking on my door. And I opened the door and I was like, hi, what's up? And he said, hey, are you? And he said my name. And I said, yes. And he said, so we were driving by earlier and there was a youth They didn't say if it was a male or female. There was a youth that was kind of scouting out this complex. We believe looking for packages. And then they, and then we found some packages behind the dumpster. And we think one of, we think this package that belongs to you was stolen by the youth. 
and they you know they gave me the package and I was like oh, okay and he's like please check inside make sure what's in there is yours like let's fill out a report blah 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 so I live in you know not the nicest part of Salt Lake but like a little you know it's kind of a more industrial area so this is not an uncommon thing where packages go missing or we have you know kind of homeless people kind of in our complex or whatever it's fine um literally the day before this happened i had received in the mail three home pod minis which had been sitting on my porch all day which were fine so this package however that got stolen by this youth which the police then recovered and brought back to me contained in the package dolly parton's new book called song teller which oh is like a coffee table book with all the oh lyrics God. of all of her songs and her talking oh about why she wrote these songs which oh is remember at the beginning i teased that i said i have a way to keep yeah. up her songs this is song teller song teller anyway, Damn it. nothing makes me happier than thinking of this wayward youth who is stealing some packages oh my god to get some money to buy some marijuana i don't know what these youths are doing he sees this big fat package sitting (laughs) on my porch and he's like that motherfucker has no idea this package is here and he steals (laughs) it and he goes and he hides in the back part of the complex behind the dumpster and he rips the package open and what's inside dolly parton's song teller song (laughs) teller A giant coffee table book of Dolly Parton songs. Oh my god. Oh, it fills me with so much joy and so much glee. This is like that part in Les Mis towards the beginning when Jean Valjean takes the candlesticks from the priest and the police come and they're like, you stole these candlesticks from you. And the priest is like, Oh, no, I gave him these, and I also wanted to give him these. That, that's me with the police. I'm like, You're no, the priest. I gave him this copy of Song Teller. <laughs> I also wanted to give him this autographed 9 to 5 <laughs> lithograph. <laughs> anyway, it fills me with so much joy. It makes me sad, because whenever people are, like, stealing packages, you know there's, like, some shit going on in their lives. But, like, oh, I just, yeah. I just, like... I just replay that moment in my head where he rips open the package and he's hoping that it's going to be like a laptop or something. And it's Dolly Parton's <clears throat> song teller, my life in lyrics by Dolly Parton with Robert K. German. Like, I'm just thrilled about that. So anyway, <laughs> that's the number five thing that I hashtag give thanks for. So we should end this episode because it's season four is off to a great start. It really is. And since we ended on a Dolly Parton note, we should mention that, Number one, my cat is in heat. Can, I can you hear that? I 100% can hear that. And no one's doing, oh, wow. No one's doing space and neuters right now because oh, of COVID. Fuck. Number two, Dolly Parton is responsible for one of the two, only two vaccines. Yeah, that's right. That's real. She's of, of what? Some, some disease. I can't remember which one. So that's true. She is literally and figuratively our Lord and Savior. Speaking yeah. of text messages that I get from you, the other day I got a text message from you that said, Did you hear about Dolly Parton? It was the day that she had discovered the vaccine for COVID. And I was like, yeah. How dare you text me that? Because what if I had not heard and then I would have thought Dolly Parton was dead? It's right. Anyway. And I and I would have said, and then I said. If that was the case, if she had died, I would have texted you, hey, are you home? I need to come over. I'm on my way. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. All right. So this has been the beginning of season four of Hot Drinks, you guys. I hope you're so excited. It's a podcast that we do. Listen, you listen to it in your ears. Um, And it's about being ex-Mormons and just doing all the nasty shit we never did before. And if you listen to this tonight and you thought, you know what? I would like to spend some money on that. Then please go to our Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash hot drinks. Slash hot you can drinks sign up with to an get, A. Yeah, you can sign up to get some bonus episodes. We have some <clears throat> very exciting ones coming this month. And you can subscribe for an annual an annual membership, which is how we are planning on buying Christmas for our children. So if you don't sign up for that. Yeah. 
Oh my god. If you <laughs> if you don't sign up for that, maybe our kids don't get gifts. But that's fine. You can also follow us on Instagram, hot drinks. You can email us at hotdrinksforthebelly at gmail.com. What else do you want to say, Sister Twain? Instagram is really our sweet spot. If That's you, true. If you want to do social media with us. Like if it's... you were sliding a finger up our butthole right. and tickling our prostate, Ooh. our prostate would be Instagram. Sorry, I go. keep messing up the sound cue. <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> this, we're done. Season right. four is done. Join us next week for season five. Just kidding. (laughs) All right. Season five next week. I hate you. Okay. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.